How's everybody doing? Recording on the podcast. Let's hear what Dipshit has to say. And many more were injured. We, of course, all of us hold the people of Tulsa in our hearts. In our hearts. We also reaffirm our commitment to passing common sense and safety laws. to tell anybody in this room, but President Biden has taken more executive action to combat gun violence than any other president at this point in their administration. Uh, but we cannot, as an administration or those of us who are here, address this alone. Uh, no more excuses. Hmm. Thoughts and prayers are important, but not enough. Fuck we'll you. And so with that, I will um, turn to the topic at hand, but I know that we all uh, some of it about the importance of leaders leading issues like this. Go to hell. You know, just like Obama before him uh, and before this administration, these Democrats are the most divisive people in history uh, of American politics or government. I mean, I've never, in 24 ungodly years of doing this nonsense, seen administrations intentionally try to divide the country. Um, That was Vice President Kamala Harris case you didn't recognize her nasally voice is is she that I just caught on to that that's probably like the longest clip I've ever heard uh, her mutter out uh, talking about we need common sense gun laws the common sense is enforce the laws you have you know the two laws that they are pushing right now again the the we already have background checks you cannot go to a gun show and purchase a, a, a gun without a background check you cannot go to a gun store and buy a gun without a background check all right take it from someone who has bought guns at gun stores the background checks they want to do are on individual sales sales from person to person with an exception for husband or or giving a gun to his wife or a wife giving a gun to a husband say as a gift that's the only background checks they want to do now I don't have a problem with adding people with mental illness to uh a background checklist. Uh, the guy that uh, Ramos, Salvador Ramos, who shot up the school in Texas, he certainly should not have had that gun. He had planned this from his freshman year of high school and was arrested back then for planning what he was going to do. He said his senior year he was going to shoot up a school. 
should have never been able to buy that weapon or weapons. Now, here's the thing, I'm a jigger. We know they're lying to us. Just like the the billionaire tax is actually on people who like make a lot less than a billion dollars a year, but are, we would still consider it rich. But if they're lying to us about the background checks, saying that you can go into any gun show in America and buy a gun without a background check, lie. Lie. It's been documented. No, you can't. Uh, but the common sense is to enforce the laws you have. Uh, there was another shooting. We don't know the, the full details yet. A black man walked into a medical facility across the street from a hospital and shot several people, killing two. Of course, the media is not reporting that. The other gun control bill they're pretending as a gun control bill uh, is an anti-white supremacy bill. Uh, I don't like white supremacists, but they're lying to you and saying, oh, it's about guns and preventing gun violence. Salvador Ramos was not a white supremacist. The guy in Tulsa who shot a bunch of people on the 101st anniversary of the Tulsa race riot, we don't know that that was racially motivated, but he was a black man, so clearly not a white supremacist. So they're lying to you about these two bills that they're trying to pass out of the Senate, and Goober McConnell keeps uh, blocking it somehow. But in no way are these two laws doing anything that isn't already on the books. They're just a law on top of a law that already exists. But the media is given Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, as she says through her nose, uh, the airtime, giving Joe Biden, go shoot your lung out, kid. You see that movie, A Christmas Story, where Ralphie is uh, crawling up the slide because he finally remembered what he wanted to ask Santa for for Christmas? A, a Red, Ry Red Rider range model air rifle. And Santa says, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Well, there's, there's that meme, and it's Ralphie looking up at Santa, and you see Santa's boot in the picture. And... It says, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And then right below that's a picture of Joe Biden. And it says, you'll shoot your lung out, kid. Because Joe Biden, in his senility, is lying to people and saying that doctors at a New York hospital told me a 9mm will blow the lung clear out of the body. No, it won't. No, I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you shoot me in the lung with a 9 frickin' millimeter. Just to prove a point. 
because it ain't going to blow my lung out. It's going to hurt, and I'm going to need emergency surgery, but it ain't going to blow my entire lung out of my body. It probably kill me. But to make the point, my lung would have a huge hole in it, but it wouldn't it leave my body. Oh, gosh, what a hayhead this bunch is. Uh, hey, you listen to Americana the American way. This is Big John. Find me on Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John. Also, uh, interesting fact: uh, the man that tried to assassinate—I don't say it's an interesting fact. Something that just came across my desk: the man that tried to kill President Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. John Hinckley, 67 years old, will have full freedom in two weeks. Uh, this guy was crazy. Uh, maybe he was programmed by the government. Shit, I don't know. But the guy was a nut. And so he uh, tried to kill President Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. There was a movie out at the time with Jodie Foster and one of the characters in the movie, I guess, killed somebody to impress whoever Jodie Foster's character was or something like that. So that's what this guy was trying to do. John Hinckley. After 40 years in, an, in a mental asylum... We'll have full, full freedom. Let's break, breathe, and come back with uh, some more on Uvalde, Joe Biden's false claims about the Second Amendment, and his ex-daughter-in-law has a lovely tell-all biography coming out which means she will probably turn up dead soon. Own personal Jesus, reach out and touch faith. It's a Johnny Cash rendition of, was it Tears for Fears that did Personal Jesus? One of those uh, cool 80s bands. So... Uh, Uvalde, Texas, uh, this, again, you can't say enough of how tragic and shameful this is. Uh, a lone crazed gunman ended 21 lives, injured many others. Uh, the school district has announced that they will not be bringing children back into that building. Uh, this article says the district says it is working through plans on how to serve students on other campuses and will provide more information at a later date. Uvalde C, uh, CISD, which is the abbreviation for the school district, uh, is working with agencies to identify improvements at other schools Quote, we know that our lives will never be the same, 
but we also know that we will join together to honor the lives we lose and build a stronger Uvalde for those who remain. Uh, Harold said in a statement, I don't know who Harold is, maybe he's the district superintendent or something like that. Let's see, Let me get up here. Yeah, Superintendent Dr. Hal Harrell, H-A-R-R-E-L-L. So the, the kids there, they won't have to return to uh, school in the fall and relive the horrors of that day, uh, walk past the classrooms where their, their friends were, were murdered. Um, terrible situation. Uh, too, too much shitting on the Uvalde police. And it wasn't the city police. It was the, the school had its own private police department. That's who uh, handled the initial response. Uh, that chief told people to stand down because they had a, a barricaded in a room hostage situation. My understanding is the gunfire that was taking place by that point was the shooter trying to fend off police officers in the hallway. And people are saying, well, it's your job as a police officer to run into a room and get killed, and then the next officer to run in behind you and get killed, and you just line up and get shot one after another until somebody finally outshoots the gunman. When you think, you know, a decision was made, they thought they had a hostage situation, a barricade in the room. Obviously, more could have been done, but, you know, to shit on police over this, I just don't, I just don't think that's, that's right. Um, the police chief, who is in charge uh, at that time, is communicating now with the Texas Rangers who are leading the investigation. Uh, for a while, he was not communicating with them. Uh, uh, the interesting thing now, we did hear, you know, early on a... And the story's going to evolve, people. It's going to evolve, and, and things are going to change with time, Okay. The more videos they watch, the more people they interview, the more information they're going to get. But they're trying to update you daily. And sometimes what they said yesterday was wrong today. And what they say today will be wrong by tomorrow. Like, for example, the uh, teacher propped a door open with a rock. And that's why the guy got in there. Well, the teacher did at one point prop a door open with a rock. But when she saw Ramos coming with his gun, she moved the rock and ran to get her cell phone to call the police. So the door did not lock automatically like it should have. But another thing we heard was uh, a nearby border patrol 
SWAT agent came there in. Uh, he was he was on duty as a border patrol agent, uh, and he had SWAT gear or something. Well, that's not true, but <laughs> not exactly. Uh, the agent, the border patrol agent that shot, thank God, ended the life of Salvador Ramos. So we don't have to have him go on trial and give some pathetic crybaby defense of, I was picked on because I'm a weirdo. Uh, hey, coming from a weirdo, I was picked on and it made me stronger, made me more successful. So weirdos of the world unite. And let's show people that just because you're quiet and you like to keep to yourself doesn't mean you're going to be a school shooter someday. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. You just don't like the other 7 billion humanoids. And so you succeed. You take care of yourself and your family and your close friends. And you just leave people alone. Anyhow, so after that little public service announcement for quiet loners, the off-duty agent responded to school shooting. Colon, I asked my barber if he had a gun. This cat was getting a, a haircut, and his wife started texting him that there was I believe she was a teacher there. Here, let's read this stupid article. Jacob Albardo was in his barber's chair when both men got text messages about a, the shooting unfolding at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas last week. There's an active shooter, help, love you, Albardo's wife, Trisha, said in a message at 11.41 a.m., She's a fourth grade teacher at the school, and their daughter is a student there. I asked my barber if he had a gun. Albardo, a U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agent, told CBS News on Wednesday. He had attended an awards ceremony at the school earlier that morning and was off duty with his weapon at home. The barber did have a gun. So an armed citizen passing a legally armed citizen passing their firearm off to a professional saved lives that day the hero of the situation uh the shooting is this off-duty border patrol agent uh i forget what the hell his first name was but albardo and also the sidekick or secondary, the the Robin to his Batman, was the barber. The barber legally held a shotgun, and or legally owned a shotgun, and handed it to the man, and the dude went and saved the day. So he rushed the chaotic scene. Police officers were already there. Alberto started helping kids coming out of the windows. He said with people fleeing to a funeral home across the street albardo said he wanted to get inside the school as fast as he could 
I was acting as a husband and a father. Imagine that. A man's man. A husband and a father. Protecting his family and others. Family members. other Protecting other people. A real man there. A husband and a father. Protecting people by using the Second Amendment. By using his right to bear arms. Oh gosh, well, shit fire. You only hear you you hear about the forty thousand and some odd gun deaths every year. Fifty-four percent are suicides, but they don't tell you that. But you don't hear about the one point six million times that the defensive use of a firearm has ended a crime from happening and saved lives, probably. 1.6 million times the defensive use of a firearm ends a crime. Sometimes without a bullet even being fired. Thankfully, this time a bullet was fired and a piece of shit died. But I rest my case. Off-duty Border Patrol agent in his barber's chair asks the barber do you own a do you have a gun handy the barber says yes i legally own a shotgun here you go batman and robin of uvalde texas the hero and the sidekick save the day with legal firearms second amendment put to perfect use in America. Amen. Hallelujah. Pass the Tylenol. Going to take another quick breather because I got to go potty. And be right back with some Mo. Back down. So we're Bach. Joseph Repugnance Biden continues to put forth this narrative, this lie, let's call it what it is, about the Second Amendment. Biden repeating false Second Amendment claim despite repeated fact checks. He doesn't know what a fact check is. Uh, he does not run his own social media. When you see a tweet from Joe Biden, or a Facebook post, it's a coherent person in his office. His continuous claim is that from the beginning of the Second Amendment, there have been 
limits on firearms. For example, uh, you couldn't own a cannon. Well, yeah, you could. Because private, everything was done by ship back then, ships, okay? Sailing across the seven seas, uh, the oceans and whatever. There were pirates. The pirates had cannons, so the private ship companies had to have cannons. Okay? So a private individual could own a cannon. But Biden told reporters on Memorial Day that the Second Amendment didn't allow ownership of cannons when it was adopted as part of the Bill of Rights in 1791. Quote, the Second Amendment was never absolute, he said Monday, according to a White House transcript. You, you couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed, and you couldn't go out and purchase a lot of weapons. Care to name one other than a cannon? Now, there weren't just, you know, the average ordinary American person did not go out and buy cannons. It's not my point. But there were private companies that sailed ships and they did have cannons. It wasn't just, well, the United States didn't even have a navy at the time, but it wasn't just the navies of the world that had cannons on their ships. And of course, it wasn't practical for a normal person to have a cannon because they were expensive still are I don't own one but I've heard they're quite pricey and so back then people would make gun. there were guns made of almost anything there were these things called a, a blunderbust which is a very rudimentary gun and you packed gunpowder into it, and then whatever dirt, dust, broken glass, rocks, whatever you could pick up off the street, you would pack down in there with the gunpowder, and you would carry that as a, a one-shot defensive weapon. Blunderbust. Pretty awesome. Very low-tech probably inexpensive. I mean, you're not paying for ammunition. You're just jamming anything down the barrel that will stay in there. And then you walk around with this thing at night. And if someone tries to rob you, you killed them with broken glass and pebbles and dirt and feces and whatever you could jam down in there. I don't know if they used feces. It just came out. But anyways, um, so, that's one of Biden's lies. Uh, he's re repeatedly, uh, he's uh, he has repeated the claim at least five times during his presidency, despite earning him four Pinocchios from the Washington Post and a false label from PolitiFact on three separate occasions since May of 2020. 
<laughs> the Second Amendment is not absolute, he said during a signing of his police reform or executive order. When it passed, you couldn't own, you couldn't own a cannon. You couldn't own certain types of weapons. It's just there was there was always limitations. I like the way the article quotes his stammering and incoherency with, you know, when it was passed, you couldn't own hyphen, you couldn't own a cannon. You couldn't own certain weapons, certain kinds of weapons. It just hyphen, there's always been limitations. No, there hasn't been, Joe. No, sir, Joe Papa. A giddy up, bum, pop, bum, pop, mow, mow. All right. So Biden's ex-daughter-in-law. This tear is a hoot nanny. Uh, she described her relationship with Hunter Biden, and his drug use, and many other things. His homemade porn. Which may or may not include, rumors have it, and there's photographs, but she's got her face down. Uh, President Barack Obama's lovely daughter. But anyways, why? she's really cute. Why is she out with a scumbag old man like Hunter Biden? Uh, they're both both Obama daughters are cute now that they're of legal age, now that they're grown up. Kathleen Buell, the ex-wife of President Joe Biden's son Hunter, said she's at total control of her life now. Five years after her divorce, as she opens up about her marriage in a new memoir, Buell describes her ex-husband's drug addiction. Her response to his infidelity, including an affair with her widowed sister-in-law. That's right. Hunter Biden is such a scumbag. He had an affair with his brother, his late brother's wife. Let me repeat that again so it sinks in. After Bo Biden died. Hunter cheated on his wife with Bo's widow. Now, some people say the cheating started while Bo was still alive but dying of cancer. How disgusting is that for Bo's wife and Hunter? How sick is that? I mean, I know sick stuff happens all the time. Hunter's not the only sicko, cracked-out idiot on earth. That's nasty. Doing that to your brother? Having an affair while you're married is bad enough. Cheating on your wife with your brother's widow. Ugh. These people are more screwed up than the Kennedys, and that's saying a lot. In the book, book in the book, Buell describes the pain she felt watching Hunter spiral into addiction. That's that sad. You know, it is a sad situation when someone 
uh, spirals out of control. It's someone you love. Uh, she says, even as he denied it and how, quote, it became my own addiction to document it. So she was addicted to documenting his addiction. Not really sure why she would do that. Maybe like she just needed to release things, release thoughts and stuff. So she kept a journal maybe. Uh, she writes that the couple separated not long after Bo Biden's 2015 death from brain cancer when Buell found out, or pardon me, found a crack pipe in their ashtray. She found one of Hunter's crack pipes. Lovely. And this isn't long after Bo, or Hunter, pardon me, was jet-setting around in Air Force Two. Well, 2015, Obama was still president. So Bo Biden is jet-setting around, or Hunter Biden, excuse me, God rest Bo's soul. Hunter Biden is jet-setting around on Air Force Two with his dad, making all kinds of business deals and giving people access to the big guy for return for in return for money and business dealings. And he's on crack in 2015. Flying on Air Force Two. The vice president's taxpayer-funded airplane. I wonder how many crack pipes the Secret Service found on there and had to sweep under the rug. God. What a, what a fouled-up country. Uh, Buell said she found out about Hunter Biden's affair with Haley, or Hallie, H-A-L-L-I-E, Hallie Biden. Bo's widow in November 2016 after her daughters asked the family's therapist to tell her. Her daughters asked the family's therapist to tell her. So Hunter Biden's daughters knew that he was having an affair with his dead brother's widow. And this revelation came in 2016. And Bo Biden died in 2015. I'm sure he was having an affair with his brother's wife while his brother was laying in bed dying of cancer. Sure, Joe, Joe Pa, Joe Biden didn't know about this. Probably. But he refers to Hunter as the smartest person he knows. Smart people do crazy things. There is a level of smart where you're so smart that you are crazy. But Hunter Biden doesn't strike me as that level of smart. He's just an asshole. A lot of assholes in today's podcast and video. But uh, I will end it here. Just wanted to talk about some things I found uh, intriguing, uh, newsworthy, noteworthy, thoughtworthy. God bless y'all. Remember to pray for one another. Uh, keep me and my family in your prayers as well. Uh, going through some stuff right now, but 
I like to offer my opinion and on American politics. This has been my love for my whole life. I've loved watching the news, watching politics, but this is the worst I've ever seen America in my lifetime. So God bless you all. Pray for one another, and we'll see you next time.